Hey everybody, welcome to Sincerely Shatea. I am your host Shatea. I am exhausted. I'm exhausted and today's Thursday and it's almost Friday and the week has gone by fairly slow. I missed an episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So I have to catch up on that. Instagram will not allow me to not know what's going on when it comes to Beverly Hills because all of the Bravo accounts I follow are just like, you know, manic about it. They're excited about the new, um, the reunion, the four-part reunion that they're going to have. Uh, They're excited about the trailer that came out yesterday that is explosive Andy is really not letting Erica get away with her bullshit. That is um new for me. You know, Andy is very good with letting people slide, I think, a little too easily. And I'm still really upset about the fact that there will be no New York City reunion. I don't understand why they talk about conflict of scheduling. I think it's bullshit. There were contracts signed in the beginning of the season. You bitches need to be there for the reunion. And it is what it is. And they are not going to do it. And I'm very, very upset. Because I think a lot of things should have been addressed. And it is what it is. But as far as my life, good things are happening. Good things are happening. Um, Appliances are breaking. Washing machine broke last week because the latch was broken on the door, which meant that the clothes could not be completely washed. The cycle couldn't be completed because the door wouldn't lock. So that was fun when I had to take soaking wet clothes to the laundromat. And I have never washed clothes at a laundromat. I've been to a laundromat with other people, but I've never actually washed clothes. So I had to call my cousin. And ask, hey, do they still use quarters at the laundromat? She said, no, bitch. No. No more quarters at the laundromat. They use cards that you have to load with your money. Which I was like, oh my gosh. I went in there. I had my laundry detergent. It was uh, just a mess. I stayed there for about three hours. When I came home, I got in the shower and went to bed. I was exhausted. Um, The dryer. Needed a new dryer. Dryer was old. September 11th, the dryer was delivered and it didn't work when it was plugged in. The guy asked if I wanted him to take it back right now to the Home Depot. I said no because he told me if I called GE, I would be able to get that same model faster. And I was like, okay, so like, don't worry about it then. Like you don't worry about it. You know, when they bring, when they deliver it here, we will have them pick the old one up or whatever. Dumb, dumb, dumb. I'll never do that again because I called GE and they were like, oh, we don't have any more of those dryers in stock until October the 14th. Are you kidding me? I've already waited two weeks for the damn dryer to be delivered. Then you're telling me I have to wait close to a month for probably even over a month because 14th is when they're in stock. It doesn't mean that's when they're going to be delivered to my house so I said no we're not doing that so I had to come up with a plan I think it took me about two or three days and I figured I went back on Home Depot and saw that they had the same dryers and they were still in stock so I'll say here's what we're going to do oh GE schedule a pickup for them to come get the messed up dryer on October the 5th so I'm like okay so we still have to wait until October so this is bullshit so then I looked on Home Depot saw the same dryer and knew that it could be delivered on October the 7th 
So I said, let's do this. So I called Home Depot. I said, listen, they're going to come and pick up this dryer October the 5th. What I want is for you guys to bring the same exact dryer. Of course, you know, bring it on October the 7th. So hook that shit up and let's get it cracking. Well, today's October the 7th. Woke up early this morning to let the guy, you know, just let him know where we, where we live, you know, and guide him in. And then found out that they had to cut a hole in the house for the vent that nobody said anything about. Well, dears, your girl grabbed her keys <clears throat> and she left. She left the house. Um, angry was an understatement. I get angry sometimes. Um, this was the first time that I literally was so angry that I could not breathe. I was so mad. I was so mad. I got, put slid them Crocs on. Still had my bonnet on. I don't give a damn. Got in the car and left. Went to go get an iced coffee. Went for a walk. Like, I, j- I just can't. I feel better now. I'm very irritable. I'm I'm so tired. And this is my life. Um, But again, good things are happening. Good things are on the horizon for me. I'm super excited about all the new things that are happening in my life. Um, I had a, a good conversation with one of my friends yesterday and I was just giving him an update on life. And he said to me, I'm very proud of you that you are not, um, letting people walk all over you, which never really happened anyway, but I let a lot of people slide with a lot of stuff and they don't, they have no idea. They have no idea that I let them slide, but I know that I let them slide so he was like, I'm very um, happy that you're setting boundaries and those boundaries are very firm. Yeah, I'm very proud too, friend. Friend and I, we had a great conversation yesterday. I always love catching up with him. He's a good time. He's a good time. His life is his life is fun. He loves to travel. So I love to um, get a kick out of um, his stories. <laughs> um. Let's let's get into Real Housewives of Potomac because the people are up in arms. They just hate Candace. Hate Candace. Uh, they want Candace to be fired. Um, it's just too much. How dare she? How dare she bring up Mia's mother? How dare she be so vile? How dare she? Well, I'm going to tell you how she dare. If Mia had not overstepped her boundaries and asked Dorothy about Chris being paid, none of this would have happened. Of course, Candace throws little jabs in the confessionals about her being a stripper, about um, Mia being inconsistent with the things that she says and the way that she acts towards people and everything that Candace said was valid. Um... Yeah, you all have to understand something. And I think the problem is this. Mia, this is her dose of Candace, right? Everybody knows how Candace is, right? This is her first dose. And boy, is it a mighty one. I don't know if Mia will ever do this again with Candace. But stop overstepping your boundary. I think... Mia came on here 
And she came on here and she came in hot. She came in hot. And that's okay. That's fun. It makes for good TV. But again, reality TV, you know, some of you may think it's fake. Some of you may think it's real. At the end of the day, it's somewhere in the middle for me. I know that a lot of these situations are um, set up in a way. I don't think the reactions are fake. I think that the um, the way they sit people down and you have lunch with this person, that is, you know, that's all. They they do that. They, that's in, they instrument it and that's how it is. But the reactions are very real. Um, I don't know what my reaction would have been to Mia being nosy like that. I am not okay with people overstepping their boundaries like that. That bothers me a lot, especially when the person doesn't know you enough to be in your business that way. I think that if it were the other girls, not even Wendy because she's too new to me, or Ascala, of course, but the other ladies, I would be like, here they go with this messy mess because they've been together. This is a quote-unquote friend group. But Mia, she thinks, I don't know how, I don't know what it is about Mia. I don't, the social, I don't know what's wrong with Mia, but so, there's something wrong with Mia. And the the fact of the matter is, um, Mia started it. And Candace is going to finish it. And then Mia's going to go cry and say, if my mom relapses, I, I hate to say this, but oh well. Really, because you started this. I wonder if she watched last season. Because let's be real about last season, because a lot of people keep bringing this up too, okay? Monique's anger was misdirected the whole season. The whole season. We saw it. We knew it, right? Now, when I first saw that fight... I was sick to my stomach. I'm going to be honest with y'all. Because I was in the middle. I was very neutral. I was very disappointed in both of them. And it hurt my heart. But when it came to Candace. And the dramatics and all that stuff, it made me lean more towards Monique's side. Because, like, all right, girl, you got beat up. Take it on the chin. I mean, I don't know how it feels to get beat up on national uh, television. But, you know, it was like, girl, it was a lot. And you did a lot. But this time, I'm on Candace's side. Mind your business, Mia. I don't really care for Mia anymore. I don't. I know you all are on Team Mia. But then here's the thing. You all are very selective with your outrage. I don't like it. Okay? My thing is this. Be honest. Be honest. If you just can't stand Candace because you just don't like Candace, be an adult. Be honest. Stand in that truth and say, you know what? I don't give a fuck what Candace does. I don't like her. I don't care if she's wrong. I don't care if she's right. I don't like her. I am kind of that way towards Kenya. 
I don't like Kenya at all. There is nothing that Kenya can do to make me like her, but go away. Okay. But I am fair. When Kenya is right, and I really truly believe that she is right, I will say that she is right. I hate Donald Trump. Donald Trump said a thing or two, maybe a thing, maybe just one thing that I agreed with. Had to give it to him. Yeah, I agree with that. I can't believe I'm agreeing with him, but I agree. Same thing with Kenya. I'm not comparing her to Donald Trump. They are not the same, so don't even go there. But I genuinely dislike that woman. And really nothing she can do um, makes me... I, I just... I, I can't get into her. Because to me, it's much more than reality TV. When it comes to her. I know there are some villains and all that stuff. But the fact of the matter is... Sure, they could all be playing a part and yada, yada, yada. Kenya has never... And I do mean this. Ever had a female friend on the show. That has come on the show. We know that Candy has a friend. We know that Cynthia has a friend. We know that Nini has a lot of friends. We know that um, Eva has a friend or a friend or two. Um, you know, all of these ladies have bought friends on. We, we know that Portia has friends. But Kenya does not. That is a red flag to me. That tells me a lot about Kenya. It's really all I need to know. Don't like her. Um, so yeah, I'm off of Mia. I'm off of Mia. Um, Mia, you all think that, um, Candace is unhinged. You know, why is she crying out? Well, see, here's the thing, black women, you know this. What can what, um, Candace was exhibiting was called, bitch, I might fight you. I might. Now, did Monique beat Candace up. Yes, she did beat Candace up because she had Candace by the hair. And I feel like it was an unfair advantage because, you know, Candace is very short. And once you pull somebody's hair, you can pull them over the table. Not much they can do after that. It's just not much they can do. And Mia is a very big girl. She's very tall. Okay. She has more mass than Candace does. She could, she could beat her up. And Candace could probably take her too and give her a run for the money. I'm not saying that Candace could win. I'm just saying that Candace could give her a run for the money. Because if you are mad enough, because what happened with Monique and Candace was out, not out of the blue, but it was it was a it wasn't even like a build up to this like this situation. This situation, when your adrenaline is going and somebody makes you mad enough that you can cry, people need to watch out. And people need to do their very best to try and calm you down the right way. Because I know when I when I start crying and I'm arguing with someone and it's someone that I really, um, maybe I would say care about. Because people that I don't care about when I'm arguing with them is just like, girl, okay. Or sir, okay. You know, but if I really care about you and you saying some dumb shit, I might hit you. If I start crying, you need to possibly get away from me. Or if I'm just like fed up with somebody that's in my life and I'm constantly keep telling them the same shit over and over again and they're not listening. And then when I set a boundary, they want to act like I'm crazy and then we get into it and I start crying. Move out my way. Because I'm swinging. So that's what I think Candace's tears signify to me and that's why she pushed that, um... 
gold thing over. I don't know what the fuck it was, but she pushed it over. Yeah, she's very, very angry. And I understand her frustration because constantly people mess with Candace. Constantly. And when she goes, she goes back and she hits back and she hits below the belt. It's, oh my God, I can't, I can't believe, I can't believe she shouldn't have did that. Oh my God, her mouth. Oh my God, she just needs to be fired. Oh my God, Andy, get rid of her. Y'all have to understand, you may not be those types of people because let me, let's be very clear. I want to be very, very, very clear. Most of you, a lot of you who watch Bravo, you watch it because the things that those women do on those shows, you would never do in your life because you're not built like that. That's that's not how you roll. That's not your wheelhouse. To put it quite frankly, a lot of you are punks. You see what I'm saying? You wouldn't respond in the way that these ladies do. You, A lot of you don't even stand up for yourself. You guys are like internet gangsters, but you won't stand up for yourselves in real life. Do you see what I'm saying? So I take a lot of what you all say with a grain of salt because you're not about that life. What I'm giving you is what can really happen. People who pers- who know me personally, they know that I'm about that life. I don't want to swing on anybody because I don't really want to go to jail. Do you know what I mean? But if I'm pushed to that point and it happens and it happens. But I will argue with someone. I have no problem arguing with people. I have no problem debating people and getting my point across because I'm a very intelligent person and I can do that. So, yeah. You sitting there talking about Candace and what she should have, would have, could have, she hit below the belt, she should have. Hush your mouth. And I know we can all have opinions, but you all don't come from a, it's not a critical thinking situation with you. It's a, I don't like Candace and that's it. And if you would just be honest and say, I don't like Candace and that's it, I'd let it go. Okay, well you just don't like Candace and, and, and you're honest about that and I can respect that opinion. But you all are twisting yourselves into all of these hypocritical pretzels to villainize Candace. Because Candace has a foul ass mouth. Oh, sure, Candace has a foul-ass mouth. Sure. So what? Leave her alone. Candace is not a troublemaker. Now, if Candace was a troublemaker, like Kenya, see, this is why I don't like Kenya, because she's a troublemaker. Kenya makes trouble. That's why I don't like her. And she likes to act like the victim. Candace finishes what people start. The whole thing with Monique... Candace didn't start with Monique. Monique started with her. Okay? She was trying to be nice. You can go back and watch it. She was trying to be nice. And you have to put yourself in someone else's shoes. But then again, it's really hard for you all to do that because you all are a bunch of punks. And live vicariously through the people on TV that you like. That's why a lot of y'all like Kenya. Because either Kenya is the exact same way that you are, which means you're not a good person. Or you what you wish that you could be like Kenya, which is like she's she's a bully. Kenya's a bully. She is. You wish. You don't have it in you. So you live vicariously through her. It's 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 the same thing. That's that's why you are oh my god, I love the green eyed bandits. What exactly is there to like about Giselle and Robin? Maybe the fact that they're good friends. I, that's the only thing that's admirable about those two. There's nothing admirable about Robin. She looks like Robin just oh god. Robin looked like she cried every day. She just every time you see her on TV, she looks like she cried already. 
face is always red. Like, girl, get yourself. Get yourself together. Giselle, there's nothing about Giselle that anybody should aspire to. Nothing. I'm sure she's a great mom. Maybe that's it. She can't dress. The decor in her house is an absolute tragedy. Absolute tragedy. And she can't dance. There's nothing about her that's like, ooh, she's sexy. Or, ooh, I wish I could be like her. Or, ooh, I wish I did this like her. Not really be like her, but I wish, you know, you see some some women in the world and you think, oh, I wish I, you know, was more like that. Or, you know what I mean? Like, we do that. That's what we do as women. That's what we do as people. We see people that we admire and we try to emulate what they do. Nothing about, about, um that lady is is admirable or you know what I mean Ashley there's there's something about Ashley that I can say that I find admirable Ashley can absolutely admit when she's wrong and she can apologize now Ashley has done some horrible horrible things and said some horrible horrible things but one thing that Ashley has over Candace though that I can say is humility she has humility but also, the problem is, though, the reason Candace does not have humility is because y'all keep coming for her first. First, first, first. I wouldn't have any humility either. That's why when she said she didn't care about me as mom, I felt that shit. I felt that shit. No, she doesn't care. Neither do I. Neither do I. I wouldn't care either. I don't give a fuck about your mom. Stop fucking with me. Stop fucking with me. That's why she she said, gee, come get your... Girl, your hoe, your stripper, just out of pocket. Just just out of pocket and just, <sighs> I get it though. I get it. I get Candace and Candace is my age, 29. I don't know. She's my age. Candace needs to, she needs to learn how to do it better. She does need to know how to do it better. But I cannot say that I am I am mad at the way she does it because you like it's like it's being bullied. Like you know, you you don't get to choose the way somebody responds to your disrespect. You just don't. And that's what y'all want Candace to do, and it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen anytime soon. So leave her alone and she won't say nothing about nobody's mama. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. She won't say anything about anybody's forehead. Leave her alone. She won't say anything about anybody's feet. Leave her alone. She won't say anything about Mia being the Jolly Green Giant. Leave her alone. She won't say anything about anybody. Leave her alone. And then you all say, well, that's not realistic. People get messed up all the time. But you have to do it in a tactful way. It's not tactful what Mia does. And the problem is, the other women, they can't read like Candace. Love Karen. Love her to death. But Candace and the way Candace reads people and how fucking hilarious it is, nobody can do it like Candace. Nobody can because I was trying to think and then I started to think about Nene, but then I thought about how Claudia, well, no, she didn't really eat her up. A lot of people thought she did, but just because like a lot of people thought she did, that doesn't give Nene any leverage. You're not even supposed to be able to say that they, you think that Claudia 
ate Nini up when they were in wherever they were at. You know what I mean? Same thing with um, Karen and Giselle. Like, it's fun humor, but child, please. There's a there's a lot of people like, no, Candace is the queen. Candace is the queen of reading these girls, and she's funny, and it's hilarious. And a lot of you chuckle. A lot of you chuckle, but you don't want to chuckle. But it's funny, though. It's funny. And you don't like her, so you don't want to laugh, but it's funny. You just say that you don't like her. You don't like anything that she does. And even if she's right, you're not going to like her. That's the honest truth. That's being an adult. That's living your truth. I don't care if it's a reality show or not. It's honesty. And yes, I go toe-to-toe with you all on Instagram all day. Because a lot of y'all be dead the fuck wrong. A lot of y'all be dead wrong. It is what it is. Say you don't like the girl. And move on. Jeannie Mai announced that she was pregnant a few weeks ago. So congratulations to Jeannie Mai and Young Jeezy. And there have been two topics that have been swirling around with these two. The first one is very simple to me. When Jeannie Mai, back in the day when Tamar was on the rail, they had a conversation Jeannie Mai said something to the effect of white men are for marrying and black men are just for like dating on the side. They're like side pieces. They're not really good enough to marry. Kind of like you don't want to be seen with them in public, right? That's what she implied, okay? Well, form of racism, you know, it's racist to say. And a lot of women, particularly black women, just don't understand how Jeezy could um, be with this woman and procreate with this woman. Like, this comes up every few months. When they, when they do something new or make a new stride in their relationship or something, this just always comes up, right? And my feeling with this is what I have been saying for a while now. I'm not in the business of defending cis black men from non-black women, okay? If you want to be fetishized, if you like it, I love it. Now, when it comes to Jeezy, I feel the same way. I don't know if he heard her comments. I don't know if he ever talked to her about her comments. We don't know because we're not in their relationship. It's just those two. Maybe they did. Maybe he felt some type of way. Maybe his family, the women in his family had something to say about it and he sat down and talked to Jeannie Mai. Whatever the case may be, these people are married to each other. They are bringing a new life into the world. And that's that. There's nothing you can do about it. You can be mad about it if you want to. doesn't matter. If Jeezy wasn't married to Jeannie Mai, he wasn't going to be married to you. Let these men, okay, if this is what they like, stop defending them. Because what you're doing is wasting your time. You're wasting your energy, black women. We have seen time and time again that these men don't need to be defended. They're grown. They're going to do what they want. They recognize what's going on. They like it. They think it's a compliment. 
So let them believe we are not, not going to fight these men for their healing. Let them go. Focus on you. There's nothing you can say to Jeezy to make him leave that lady. So please stop. Just stop. Stop. Secondly, let's talk about Jeannie Mai and how she said constantly that she was never, ever going to have children. And now she's pregnant. People can change their minds. Um, You can be in a bad situation, right? A bad relationship, bad situationship with somebody. They're like, I'm, no, I'm not going to have kids. I'm not going to do this. Then you can get with someone and they can open your eyes and they can love you in the way that you want to be loved. You can feel free and you can feel liberated and you can feel the best you've ever felt in a long time because you have that support of someone and you've seen that person as a father already and you love this person so much, so much. You say, you know what? I think that I do want to start a family with this person. This is what I want to do. I want to bring life into the world with this person. That is Jeannie's prerogative. Y'all cannot sit on this internet. Okay? And ridicule this lady because she simply changed her mind. She changed her mind. But just changed her mind every day. Why can't she? Why? Oh, well, that's why she and her husband broke up because she didn't want to have a kid. Okay. That's okay. Because what I do know is that before they were officially divorced and they were separated, or even though I probably even before they got separated, he had gotten the husband, ex-husband, had gotten somebody pregnant already. Okay. It's okay. That life is over with him. She's in a new thing now. She's safe. She feels safe. She feels loved. She's very secure. She's happy. Let people be happy. It's okay. It's not going to kill you. It's not going to kill you. So y'all know I love a good documentary. And I watched Gwen Shamblin's documentary. It's called The Way Down. And it's a documentary about the church. I think it's called Remnants. Uh, the full title of the documentary is called The Way Down, God, Greed, and the Cult of Gwen Shamblin. She is a woman from Tennessee. And she her church is in a very affluent town in Tennessee. And it's a cult. Uh, they abuse children. They, she wants everyone in her congregation to be thin. She started like a weight loss thing. It's portion control. And I really believe it's um intermittent fasting, really. That's what it seems like to me um, by what was said in the documentary. But this lady was a cuckoo bird. Um, A family in the congregation went through, uh, they murdered their child. And they they were from Atlanta. They beat him to death. And it's really something that you have to see because it is so wild. I'll talk about it more after you watch it. <laughs> I'll talk about it more later, but it was super 
good. And I was like, oh my God, like, what is wrong with these people? Then I watched another documentary that was kind of corny. Like, towards the end, it was corny and it didn't really make any sense. It didn't really go anywhere. I think it's called Mr. Wrinkles. It is about a clown, a man who's like in his 60s and he dresses as a clown. He dresses as a very scary clown. And parents call this clown to like stand outside their house and stand in the doorway of their child's room to scare the shit out of their child, to scare them into behaving. I'm like, oh, this is definitely child abuse. Like it's really bad and people are these children are really really scared of this clown I, I don't think I don't know if I watched any other documentaries yes I did I watched I watched the inventor oh my god about Elizabeth um what is her name she is the girl who started she she thought she was going to revolutionize the world Elizabeth, Elizabeth, Elizabeth. What is her name? Elizabeth Holmes. Oh my gosh, y'all. This is on HBO Max. It's called The Inventor. And The Inventor, Out for Blood in Silicon Valley. It came out in 2019. It's an hour and 59 minutes. Y'all, it is so freaking good. It's so good. I kept seeing this girl. I kept seeing this um, this picture. And I was like, oh my God, this girl looks like um, Bill Gates because um, the background is white. She has a black, um, a black turtleneck on and she's holding up what looks to be a small pill. So the thing is, this girl dropped out of school and she thought that she was just going to rev- revolutionize the medical field because what she wanted to do is create a machine where patients did not have to go through their doctors to get blood work done. So if they felt a little funky, they could go to Rite Aid, uh, Walgreens, and order labs, okay? Now, how, and they would not be using LabCorp or Quest. If she were to have succeeded with what she wanted to do, LabCorp and Quest would have been out of business. Can you freaking imagine it? If you work in the medical field, can you imagine LabCorp and Quest being out of business? So what she did was they had this little thing. It would prick your finger, you know, like the diabetics do. And then you put the thing on on the blood, like the reader. It sucks up the blood. Very small little thing. You would put put it in a cartilage and then put it inside this thing that looked like a printer. This thing that looked like a printer would conduct over 200 tests, which is the same as a commercial blood tester that they have at LabCorp or Quest. Um, and then the patient will be able to get the results. And everybody thought this was a great idea. Now, she had taken pictures with uh, Joe Biden. She had taken pictures with Barack Obama. She had taken pictures with all these people in Congress. Like, she was the thing. She was worth a billion dollars. She had not yet come up with anything, right? She was showing the people prototypes. She was going to business meetings. She was trying to sell this product. She, you know, but she it wasn't really going well. So what she did was she began to lie. And she would she was very, very good at telling a story. And she was very, very good at beating around the bush. Like very good. 
scammer good. And what happened was the people, the engineers who were working on this machine, they were like, yo, this machine was trash. Like, it was stop. And mind you, you're dealing with human blood here. It was very dangerous, very, you know, contaminated, whatever, right? And they would have to put, one guy said he would have to put his hand in there because the thing would stop and they would be trying to test blood. And so Walgreens bought it and people started to go to Walgreens and they were told that they would have to actually get stuck with a needle like you would regularly when you draw blood. They were like, hey, I thought this, you know, wasn't supposed to be like this. And they were like, oh, you know, the, the kind of blood test you order, you have to do it this way. And she had bought commercial blood testing machines like they have at LabCorp and Quest. But then she lied when somebody asked her and confronted her about it. She said that's not that wasn't the case. That's not what was going on there. And she couldn't tell what was going on there because she didn't want her competitors to know what was going on. Everything was very hush-hush. Um, people who worked there had to sign NDAs. They were looking at what the receptionists were typing on the computer. And... They had a whistleblower, and somebody had to leak the information, and uh, baby girl's on trial. Because she, like, she scammed so many people, y'all. She scammed so many people. It is really a good documentary. Again, it's called The Inventor, Out for Blood in Silicon Valley, and it's on HBO Max. Okay, so I got a signed copy of Gabrielle Union's new book, You Got Anything Stronger. And I am super excited about this book because... It's been on the New York Times bestseller list for like two or three weeks now. And she's been promoting it like crazy. And she can tell a story. Like, she's really good at telling stories. I do have her first book, We're Going to Need More Wine. And I did cry throughout the book. The stories were funny. They were heartfelt. And... Gosh, they were just so good. So I'm super excited. I'm going to try and um, get through it this weekend. But you know what? This book, and uh, Leanne Moriarty, she's the lady who wrote Big Little Lies, um, because that was a book first. Those books, I just like to savor. Like, I don't want to finish reading them. I wish that they lasted longer than they do, because the storytelling is so good. And it's just, that's just how I feel with Gabby's book. So I, hopefully, I hope she writes another one. You know, I don't think she should just stop it, too. I think there should at least be three. And, um, yeah, I'm going to get through that this weekend. I'm always here for good music. And there has been some good music that has come out. Yeba's album is just a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. My favorite song on there is All I Ever Wanted. It is so beautiful. And when you first listen to the song, you know how when you, if you listen to a lot of music, right? And you know a lot of arrangements and... Like, the way certain songs are produced, like, you know what's going to happen next. It's pretty, like, predictable. This song, you don't know what's going to happen next in this song. And the melody is so whimsical. And it's it's like you're on a roller coaster. It's so beautiful. Oh, my gosh. You know, I feel like not only are you on a roller coaster, but you're on a roller coaster... In like, um, somewhere in like cabin country, you know what I mean? Like maybe in like a Missouri or like a, just somewhere beautiful 
with a lot of like pine trees and Yeva's album is such a mm, I just can't explain it. It just feels good. Yeva's album feels good. Jojo released her album. I like it. It's okay. But I miss you know, she's evolving, so I just got to give it to her. She's evolving, and it's like the music that she puts out now, it's okay. The other album that I liked, um, not the one not the one before this, but the one before that with the song Music and, um, oh my gosh, I don't even remember what the album was called, but it was so, so good. I'm actually going to try and find it right now. It's like old, but it was like my JoJo. It's the JoJo that I grew up with. And I was just so happy about that. But it's like she's never going to go back to that. So I need to just let it go. Mad Love. Mad Love. My favorite. That came out in 2016. I cannot believe that. That's crazy. That album was so good. I loved it. But like ever since then, it's like, I feel like her albums are missing something. It's missing something for me. So I'm just like, okay. But like the album that I'm like into right now and I can just listen to all the way through is Doja's album, Planet Her. Like I'm, oh God, that girl, I'm glad that people are starting to see it. That girl, that girl's a genius. The way she writes songs, the ad-libs in her songs, the harmonies in her songs. The girl's a fucking genius. I love her so much. My favorite songs on that album is Payday. I love Options. Oh my God, Options is like, ugh. Um, need to know, but everybody about to play that out because that's all over TikTok. So that's going to be like, I don't, I don't like songs that everybody listens to all the time. I, I just can't do it. Um... I like all of the songs, but my number one, number one, because it's just, it is the very essence of me, is Love to Dream. And the reason I say that it is the very essence of me, it's not exactly the lyrics. Um, It is the lyrics. The chorus is me. I'm a Pisces. So the dreamy... um. Like, like when you hear that song, you I feel like you see blues, you see purple, you see all these pretty cool colors. It's water, you see water. I don't know. It's just so dreamy and just like ethereal. It's so beautiful. I love, 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 love that song. And I described it. Somebody said something about the song on TikTok and I described it. They were like, yes, that is exactly what this song is, he was like, I couldn't put my finger on it. I was like, the song is very dreamy. It's a really dreamy song. It feels like you're like sleep and like it's your mind's music. That's what it is when you're sleeping. Your dreams music. Um, Adele's coming out with a new single. Let me let me just tell you how I feel about Miss Adele. I've always really really enjoyed Adele. Really, she seems like such a nice person. Oh, and I don't really like to say, oh, you know, somebody's going through a rough time. The music's going to be amazing. I don't like when people say that. I'm not really into that. But I don't, I feel like that in a way with Adele, but I feel like it's because of the growth and what she's learned. 
That's what I feel like. I don't feel like, oh, you know, she's been through a tough time. Music's going to be amazing. No, I feel like, okay, she's growing. She had a divorce, and she's, you know, working through the emotions of that. And, you know, she wrote, and she wrote about how she was feeling. She wrote about her son and how he was feeling. And we're just going to get a really fucking good album. And the fact that fall is here, and we're just going to be vibing out to Adele, that feels good. That feels good. And I'm just excited for all this other music coming out. I'm so excited for Chloe and her her um upcoming projects. Normani. God, Normani's management sucks. I don't know how we're going to do this. We have to get rid of their, her management and get her on to Rock Nation or something. Because this is tragic. Um, I love Mulatto's new song, um, Big Energy. So cute. Lakia, I love um, the other rap girls. I don't know. I'm ready. I'm ready for Cardi to come back. Uh, who else? My, okay, so there's a girl. I don't know if you all know her, but she was on Love and Hip Hop New York. Her name is Cayenne. She dated. I don't remember the guy's name, but he was very corny, so you know it wasn't real, because she's not the type of girl to, to be with a corny guy. This girl, y'all, can rap. If you go to her Instagram, her name is spelled K-I-Y-A-N-N-E, okay? She raps her ass off. My only problem is she gives us these little snippets and she'll give us like a quarter of a video and that's all we'll ever get. Where's the album? Where's the single? Can we get something? She keeps showing her talent, but she's teasing, when are you releasing music that people can stream, my dear? What are you doing? I don't know what this girl is doing. I have no idea. She does skits and stuff. I don't care about the fucking skits. I want the music. I want to rap, okay? I want to listen to her music and vibe out because she is such a great lyricist. It's annoying. Chica, loving Chica. Loving Chica has I have always loved Chica. But I'm gonna tell you who I'm not feeling. These little girls that um are getting famous on TikTok, these little white girls and they're singing. <laughs> Please go away. I don't want you to go away. Cause they're corny. They're corny. But you know what? I have to realize I'm not fifteen anymore. I'm almost thirty. So the young kids like that stuff, I guess. I just can't take it. They get on my damn nerves. Um, the Olivia Rodrigo lady. Please go away. Like, I, I just... God. But I do love me some Billie Eilish. I really enjoy Billie. She is freaking talented. So talented. The kids on TikTok, I'll give it to them. And not those little white girls that be singing. They get on my nerves. But there's some of, some of the little white girls... That may be like two or three years younger than me. Not the the ones that are like 20, 21. I'm not, I, those are the ones they I want them to go away because they're annoying. But the ones that are closer to my age and really have a feel for R&B music and they be in their bag, I like those girls because they can sing and they practice their craft and they take little things from other artists and make it their own with their vocals and I really, truly enjoy that. Um... I'm trying to think of any anything else, any other music that I've been listening to. 
Um, oh, I was on Instagram and somebody was making a video. I think it was like they were getting dressed or something and showing us outfits or whatever. And I heard this song and I was like, damn, what is that song? Zara Larson. Is that the lady's name? Zara Larson. Zara, 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 Larson. I'll say Zara because it sounds better. Zara has a song from, I guess it's from a long time ago. It's called I Don't Want to Talk About Love. And I think that um, Young Thug is on there. Beautiful song. One of my favorites. Been listening to that on repeat. I'm just like, what a, what a, thank God for Apple Music. Because um, the songs that I have been running into that have been playing, like, you know how you just be chilling and somebody's song plays and you don't know what the song is, but it's a vibe. I've been getting that a lot lately, lately and I'm very thankful to Apple Music because I, I don't use anything else. Um, my Google Music is going. They took that off. Thanks a lot, Google, you assholes. But I'm very um, thankful to Apple Music for that. And also, let me tell you, I am feeling better than ever. I have been taking vitamins like an adult, and I feel so good. I take like seven of them, but I don't care. I don't care because a lot of people are like, oh, you, you don't need to take seven. You just need to take one. Just take one with everything in it. No, don't want to do that. I have iron pills that I take. I have um, probiotics. I have cranberry concentrate, milk thistle, magnesium, ashwagandha, and a one-a-day vitamin that I take. And I think that's it. Let me say something about this magnesium, though, y'all. Mm. This magnesium is working wonders for me. I know a lot of us, you know, we love a melatonin, right? We love to get to bed within, like, 15 minutes. But let me tell you, this magnesium, I don't know if your doctors tell you this, but this magnesium is working wonders for my sleep. Like, I be knocked out. I be knocked out. I don't take melatonin anymore. I know people, a lot of people say when they take melatonin, they have these horrible dreams. Get yourself some magnesium. I have, what is it? Nature's, Nature's Bounty or something, I think it's called. It's in a green bottle. But let me tell you something. That is really saving my life. And then I have my Activated You Morning Complete. It's green. I put it in my drinks if i'm having a smoothie or something it's prebiotic probiotics and green superfoods and it has 10 billion i don't even know what that is i shouldn't even say that because i don't know what that is it has extra fiber and it's apple cinnamon flavor so if you don't want anything to be altered i just take it with water um I, because i don't want my smoothie to taste like apple cinnamon if i don't want it to taste like apple cinnamon and then i have my um chlorophyll that i take in the morning too listen to me I'm doing good, okay? I'm doing good. I'm being healthy. I'm doing good. Do my workouts. I do trap cardio on um, YouTube. It's super duper fun. If you love trap music and you like the dance and shake and twerk and da 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 da, trap yoga is definitely for you. Um, I also do size. I also have the beach body app. I do turbo fire when I'm mad at somebody and I want to punch them in their face and I have to exhort that energy and get that energy out of me and just like, go hard. I do turbo fire because turbo fire is like, it's go hard. It's like ins insanity, but not so bad because I'm never doing insanity and I would never do P90X because to me that's crazy. 
Um, turbo fire is like, you can do turbo fire. You have to push yourself. You don't have to get on the floor and do push-ups and all that stuff. You don't have to do all of that. But, um, the lady who does turbo fire, her name is Shalene Johnson. And she started with turbo jam. And I used to do turbo jam when I was in high school. Um, before I went to cheerleading practice, I would do turbo jam. But now, turbo fire is bomb. I love it. And then when you do, if you do turbo fire, you lose weight. (laughs) So fast. I remember I did Turbo Fire for two weeks and I could not fit in my pants anymore. So we're going to get back to that. Um, I'm super excited. And good things are happening. I don't even know how many times I can say good things are happening, but good things are happening. I am uh, next month going to be um, revealing something to you all. So that's going to be really fun. And um, yeah, catch me on... Um, a few podcasts. I'll make an announcement on my Instagram probably in the next two weeks. I will be joining some other podcasts and um, as a guest and we're going to be talking about some stuff. I did not watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills yet. Um, I'll be getting to that today. And I'm also supposed to be watching a few other things. Somebody told me to be uh, to watch a few other things. Well, let me tell you. Gossip Girl Gossip Girl is very good. This new Gossip Girl, this new Gossip Girl is better than the old one. And I said on Twitter yesterday, I was like, yo, how did we get the old Gossip Girl? Which I, by the way, did not like because I used to read the books and the books did not reflect the show. The show did not reflect the books at all. So I didn't like that one. Did not like the Blair and Serena situation. Just didn't like it. This one, I love Love this. The two main characters, they're sisters. And they're black. And they're fucking gorgeous. And this is just, oh my God, the kids. The kids are going to be all right, guys. I don't I don't like their taste in music. But the kids are going to be all right. Because this is an HBO show. Yes, there's a sexual content. The kids are having sex. I know, it's hard to believe, but that's what they're doing. We have um, all sexual orientations. It's just nice to see people represented. And to me, it's like so normal, like watching this, it's like, this is the way it's supposed to be. This is the way it's supposed to be. I feel like everybody should be able to live them their lives freely. And I, I just love this show. I've watched two episodes already. And I'm like, I'm into this. I am so into this. And, you know, I love the the high school cliques and the, the sabotage and the... Huh, it's bullying, isn't it? It is bullying, but it's a show. It's not real. I know this really happens in school. And it's the, that's what the essence of high school is. The growing pains. You got to go through this. You got to go through that. And you have to learn how to navigate really, truly enjoy Gossip Girl. Make sure you watch it. You can watch it on HBO Max. And, um, I don't know. I haven't been watching anything else. Love and Marriage. Oh my gosh. Love and Marriage is so good. Um, I have not, I think I have one more episode to go before I'm fully caught up before tomorrow when they, um, when it airs again. But, I'll tell you. 
Martel, Martel Holt is really um, a person who needs a reality check. Um, uh, in Love and Marriage, you guys, is on um, the OWN channel. If you haven't watched it, I recommend you watching it from the beginning. Their seasons are very long. So I believe this is like the third season. They like take a, like a break and they come back and it's the same season. But the break is like super long. I feel like the break is like what a normal break would be for Housewives going into a next season. Not a break. So Martel is a cheater. And things are not going well with his ex-wife. Like, he just he just does not like the fact that she said, I'm not dealing with your BS anymore. The problem is they have a very solid friend group. So they have to be around each other and they have to be cordial. Um, Martel is very immature. And he doesn't know how to do that. And he pushes Mel's buttons until she explodes. And she does it every time. And I'm not going to say that I wish she didn't do it because if you keep pushing somebody's buttons, they're going to explode. I, I can't sit here and say, oh, I wish she would have handled herself better. No, I don't. I don't. I wish she would leave her alone. That's what I wish. I wish that he would understand that you're never getting your family back because not only, you didn't mess up once. You messed it up twice. She took, you, she took him back because she got pregnant by him. And then they got a divorce again. She just couldn't take it anymore. And I don't think it was the cheating the second time. What I believe was the may have been the remnants of cheating. But Mel also, when he cheated and they broke up, Mel also realized that she had to do some things on her own. And she was going to follow her dreams. She's still very young. She's gorgeous. She was going to follow her dreams. And he got jealous. He didn't like to be home watching the kids, not watching the kids, but taking care of his own goddamn kids because there's four of them. He didn't like that. Um, She was out getting money and doing things, and, you know, she started her own uh, skincare line. She has, I think, two songs out right now. She just shot a music video, and he just can't take it because she did everything when it came to their joint business, and he's not getting the business that he used to get because she's not around to put in the work. He's really suffering, but it's like, I don't understand what the men don't understand. You either cherish what you got at home, or you lose it, and that's the end. And some people, I get it, some people are married, and they're not married to the loves of their lives, and then they find somebody, and it, you know, they leave the wife or the husband, and it ends up working out. I get it. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about the people who have a good thing in front of them someone that supports them and loves them and all that stuff and they are blind because they are egotistical and they need to work on themselves and then when they lose that they're angry at everybody but themselves martel doesn't want to blame himself martel wants to blame mel all the time and it's just not going to work and then we have the young lady tiffany who just came on who just likes to um just say things you know she says things that are just to me are inappropriate i think that there is a way to conduct yourself as a new friend in a group of established friends if someone of that established group brings you in there's a way to conduct yourself you don't know these people 
You have to get to know these people. And then you feel comfortable with saying certain stuff. But even, I'm thinking, even if I wasn't a friend group for a long time, the things that come out of this lady's mouth, I would not say. So you respect your friend enough, you love your friend enough, you pull your friends in five. Say, hey girl, mm -mm, let me tell you what happened. Da -da -da -da. And remember when I did it, and then I saw him do da -da -da -da. But you don't say it at the table in front of a whole bunch of people. The young lady came to Destiny's party. Destiny is also a friend of Melody, a very close friend. And Melody brought Tiffany as well. And um, Kimmy was there and a few other people. And she said something smart to Kimmy about Monster. Monster is Kimmy's stepson. He's um, younger. And he was vaping in the bathroom. He got caught vaping in the bathroom at school. Tiffany's son goes to the same school. And she said that at the table, and it caught Kimmy by surprise because Kimmy did not know about this. Her husband did not inform her of this um, monster. And, and her husband, which is his father, decided to keep it to themselves and work on that themselves. So imagine Kimmy's surprise when she's looking and she doesn't understand what exactly is going on. I think that aspect is, is a little embarrassing when your husband didn't tell you what the hell was going on with your stepson. Um, but also... It's the way that she said it. The way that Tiffany brought it to the table, which she shouldn't have because he's a kid and it's none of her business. Um, it was malicious. I felt like it was malicious. And she tried to throw a stone and hide her hand. Oh, I think man like that. Da, 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 da. Okay, Tiffany. So then the second thing she did was she was talking to uh, Destiny, who is no longer married to her husband. Um, they are, I believe, they are officially divorced. So her ex-husband, uh, Tiffany, decided to say that she remembers being somewhere um, and saw uh, Destiny's ex-husband. And the next day she saw Destiny and said to Destiny, oh my God, I loved your dress last night. And you know, your husband, da 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 And Destiny said, that wasn't me. And then I think Destiny probably remembered that. And everybody at the table was like, oh my gosh. Well, who was it? Who was it, Destiny? Do you know who it was? Who was it? Who was your husband with? This was at Def Destiny's birthday uh, lunch or brunch or dinner or whatever. Why would you do that? Why would you say that? Whether they're together or not, it's still embarrassing. It's still embarrassing. And it's really none of your business. Like, there should have never been a time that she brought that up. Ever. I don't care if they were talking about the man cheating. You're not her friend and even if you became her friend you pull her to the side you don't do that I don't like the Tiffany lady um I don't like the way she and her husband work together to um they they call them they call themselves like they say that they are calling people out and helping them work through their marriages and keeping them honest. And I, I get that. I just don't like the way it's done. I think it's very tacky. And I'm not saying I want them off the show. What I'm saying is there needs to be a little more couth in what she's doing. I can't, I don't like it at all. Squid Games was good, wasn't it? Oh my gosh, it was so good. The first... Okay, so I kept seeing that doll... All over the place. I think it was on Twitter. And I didn't know what it was about. And then I kept seeing hashtag Squid Games. So I'm like, okay, what is Squid Games? Googled it. Okay, it's a Netflix show. I'm not going to watch it. 
Oh my god. Red light, green light. Guys, so bad of me. But I laughed. I laughed because it was so uncomfortable that I just couldn't do anything but laugh. Isn't that crazy? Oh, what a great show. Um, The Old Man. Love The Old Man. The Indian Guy. Love The Indian Guy. What a sweet guy. What a nice, respectful man. But you know what? Goes to show that you can't be nice all the time. Because look, look what ended up happening to him. You know what I'm saying? And the main character, Jung, Jung, I don't remember. I don't remember his name. But let me just fucking tell you about this motherfucker. All he had to do at the end was get on that fucking plane. But he is trying to get revenge. You're out. You have all of this money. You won the game. You won. Let me tell you something. Go to therapy. Go to therapy. You having issues, go to therapy. You can afford it. But don't go back. Don't go back. Don't do it again. Let the people... Listen, uh, you know, I'm not trying trying to say don't help people and, you know, forget about people. I'm not trying to say that. He lost his mom. He had the... Well, he didn't kill his brother. His brother off himself. But, um... Go to America. Go to America. Visit your daughter who hasn't seen you in I don't know how long. Treat your daughter to the things that she deserves because you have been an absent father. So shower your daughter with gifts because you can. You have the money to and enjoy the time with your daughter. No. No, he couldn't do it. He could not do it. He had to turn back around. Oh. I turned it off so fast, y'all. I was so mad. I was so mad. I said, you fought tooth and nail, blood, sweat, and tears to win this game, to get this money. It's all you ever wanted. You paid off your debt. You still have all this money in the bank. You got to go see your daughter. She's so excited to see you. You're in the motherfucking terminal. Okay? And you turn around and you walk back because you're going to do what? We don't know. What I do know is there's probably going to be a Squid Games too. And I'm here for that. But let me tell you who I was happy um that died. That lady with all that mouth. If y'all watch the show, y'all know who she is because she got the most mouth. And all she do is get in people's faces and child listen. Oh, when she died. Oh, my God. I was so happy. I wish I had a shot of tequila. I was so sick of her. I was so sick of hearing her voice. I was so sick of looking at her. She was a pain in the ass. Truly, really enjoyed that show. It was a good show. Midnight Mass. Let me tell you something about these damn shows. The Haunting in Hill House. Bly Manor, Midnight Mass are all of the same um, uh, creator or whatever, right? My favorite was definitely Bly Manor. Um, the Haunting of the Hill House was super duper good too. And it was it was creepy. Um, and it was very different. It was very different than any other like uh, horror or thriller I've seen. Midnight Mass, it was okay. I liked it, but I, 
it was okay. I like Blind Manor better. I really, if I find it really hard to really be into something when I don't know what's going, I don't understand what's going on. Like if you, when you watch this, y'all, I really have to fucking pay attention because like you'll be sitting there like, okay, what's going on? What does it mean? It's very strange. The angel, the angel, was it an angel? Was it really an angel, y'all? Because, no, it was really an angel. And this is what I found fascinating while watching the show. That thing was fucking ugly. Ugly. This is something that if you saw him, you would most certainly scream. He looked like a gargoyle mixed with a bat. It's like Jeepers Creepers, kind of. Yeah, that's what you reminded me of. Jeepers Creepers is exactly what that thing reminded me of, right? So, and they kept calling him an angel. I'm like, oh my God. If this is what angels look like, do y'all really want to go to heaven? Who wants to Who wants to see that all the time, though? Do you want to be friends? Is this the angel you want to be friends with? And then, well, I mean, what kind of angel is that? Because, really, don't they say that our loved ones turn to our guardian angels? Are the regular angels and the guardian angels something else? Or do our loved ones turn into things that look like that? Because if that's the case, uh uh-uh. Do you see what I'm saying? And it reminds me of uh, mermaids and how they romanticize mermaids. People romanticize mermaids. They're supposed to be beautiful. Uh, Sirens and they sing and yada, yada, yada. But the fact of the matter is what the people are saying, honey, are that uh, mermaids look nothing like we think they look. Just like the angels apparently look nothing like we think we they look they're ugly and they're scary and apparently if you come in contact with one they're not so friendly and they pull you underwater and uh that's it that's the end you don't die apparently they pull you underwater and you live underwater with them how torturous how torturous not to die to have to live under there with them Missing your loved ones. Being underwater. A place where only 18% of it has been um, looked upon and researched on. You don't know what's under there. Then you gotta go under there and see what, what's under there. Who wants to do that? You didn't ask for that. But you ran into a mermaid. You ain't know what you was doing. You shouldn't have been in the water anyway. You see what I'm saying? That's why I stay out of the ocean. Don't get me wrong. Love water. Love to swim. It's exuberating. It's my place of peace. But I, I can't. I can't. Can't. I can't get down with that. I can't get down with that. The TikTok people have scared me to no end. Now I wasn't really getting in the ocean before TikTok. Um. But the TikTok people, they got me when they started showing like footages of footage of a uh, mermaid. And pictures and stories. Ah, no, 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 no. I'm okay. And then I think what got me is the fact that we, we've we only discovered 18% of the ocean. Really? That's 18%? What, all, the, all the, really? As deep as we've gone? That's only 18%? Eight, 1-8? No. I am perfectly fine. I will stay my ass here, and I don't want to be bothered. Mm-mm. No. 
So Midnight Mass, it, it kind of, you know, creeped me out because I had to keep looking at that angel. And the lady, the Bible thumper, I forgot her name, but my God, I wanted them to just off, off her now. And she was Islamophobic. No, no. And and I'm sure homophobic. It was just a mess. Uh, it was a mess full of bigotry. And full of like Bible thumpers who couldn't think for themselves. And they were stuck on this island. This horrible, dilapidated island. That kind of reminded me, really, if you think about it. Even though it was an island, it kind of reminded me of Mantalk. And Montauk, I'm sorry, not Mantalk. Montauk. And if you have watched The Affair, which I really recommend, that's on Showtime. That show ended like a year or two ago. But if you watch that, you know, if you're familiar with Montauk, you know what Montauk looks like. It just reminded me, um, the place where Midnight Mass was shot reminded me of like just a really dusty, dirty, abandoned, um, Montauk. Sorry to the, you know, if people actually live there. I, I'm sorry, but that shit was, a, it just looked a mess. It just really looked a mess. But I don't know, I'm not really sure what the messaging was of Midnight Mass. I felt like the messaging was, don't let these fucking Christians kill you. Pretty much. By listening to them and following their lead and, you know, all of that stuff. That's how I felt. But, you know, I don't know. What do I know? Now, let's get into this whole Nicki Minaj hosting the Real Housewives of Potomac reunion. I don't like it. Um, because I don't like her. And that's the fact. I don't like her. And I think she's a horrible person. I really do. I think she's horrible. She's disgusting. I don't know how anyone could have watched that woman on the real. Tell her side of the story and tell what happened to her. And still like Nicki Minaj. And still be excited about her hosting this reunion. It is tone deaf. You are not behind the victims of rape or sexual assault. If you are cheering this on, I don't want to hear you say it. Because if you say it and I see it, I'm going to say something to you about being a hypocrite. Because that's what you are. I don't give a damn how many records she sold. I don't give a damn what you think she did for our culture. I don't care. She's disgusting. And it should have not. It, I, I, don't, I don't need her coming into the world of housewives. I can't stand. Oh my God, I can't stand her. I promise I'm going to watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. People are still talking about this last episode. So I'm definitely going to watch it today. And I will come back with my full opinion on Erica Jane and the twisted stories and the missing facts and um, and her being... Girl, you want to you wanna fight? Are you threatening people? Are you threatening something? She's threatening Sutton because she knows Sutton is don't is is going to take it. She wouldn't threaten anybody in Potomac. She wouldn't threaten anybody in Atlanta. We know why she's threatening these girls. We know why these girls are scared of her. 
because she's the ice queen. I find that very fascinating, the different dynamics. You know what I mean? That shit would never fly in Atlanta. I didn't knock Erica on her fucking ass. Okay, guys, that's all I have. I hope you have a great weekend and stay safe. Catch the new episode of Sincerely Shatea on Wednesday. Bye.